understand what's going on. So Tracy's just going to come and share about her role. I'm Tracy, I'm the shy one. Um, <laughs> she said, keep it brief. So why do I serve? I, I can. I love it. And like George, what you said was really important. Somebody asked me, and I thought, there's no chance I'm good enough. And I'm, I'm, I'm far from perfect. And I think the main thing I want to say today is you don't have to be perfect to serve. As Ian kindly brought to everyone's attention, one day I invited the whole church back for not just coffee, but coffee. And instead of tea, but you're all going to get wine. <laughs> I'd like to say I got better, but I'm not sure if I have. Um, anyway, so I love it. The other thing is, and I want to demonstrate it is, passionate. Everyone needs to hear God's word. And if people can't hear, we need to let them hear. We're one of two churches in Preston that sign. And it's, I mean, we need, we need more deaf people in. We need more interpreters. It's a slow burn. It's like playing an instrument. It's not something you can learn overnight, like making a, well, actually, making a good cup of tea took Martin about five years. But um, <laughs> we're 26 years in, so we're all good now. Um, so, yeah, so on my list... Keep it, keep it short. Um, so I love it. I'm passionate about it. It's been a massive blessing. It's brought me friendships. Um, it's broken down barriers. I was really scared of the deaf. I just thought they looked a bit different and, and they might try and talk to me and I wouldn't know what they were saying and I wouldn't know what to say back to them and just avoided them. And it's been really nice. It's still a bit scary sometimes. I've got no idea sometimes what they say to me. But I can smile back and go, just clarify again. But anyway, so what I would say is please, I encourage you as church to integrate with the deaf team. Don't be scared of them. Smile. Even if you can, all you can say is like, good morning. You know, when they come in or just, just hi, just anything, but just interact. They are massive valued and they need to be welcomed. Yeah, passionate should all keep going. Um, right, so blessing. It's been a massive blessing. So I love to sing. I'd love to sing like Susie sings, but I, I can't. That's why I sing silently on the side. But um, when you're singing and you're signing, it's another dimension, and it gives me goosebumps. So you're saying things like, you know, God. So we've got three in one is God, as we know. It's the sign for it. Like God is holding the whole world in his hands and I see the globe in his hands and I, you'll sometimes see me shiver and goosebump I just think I can see it and it's glowing and it's in his hand and that is and keep it short keep it going friendship support oh interestingly so the whole thing about it's it's not our strength it's God's strength so we pray as a group before we go in but I've found that if I don't pray on my own before I sign, it's just a bit missing, it's lacking, it's rubbish. So we do this through his strength, not our strength, and certainly not through my sign vocab. Um, why other people should get involved? Because integrating the deaf will be brilliant. Future planning, we're all getting older. I mean, I hit 50 next year. Um, I know! <laughs> 50 months. Um, so, uh, you know, it's this, it, you know, it's the same with all the serving. We need, we need future planning, you know, 
church will go on and it'll grow so we need to grow everything keep it short keep it going uh so and it's an excellent way to learn a life skill as well so yeah so that's it not so short i love it though Now, for some, this might be the most important um, part of, of a Sunday service. And uh, <laughs> packet of biscuits as well. Winner, winner. So, Gavin, come and tell us why this is so important to our Sundays. This has changed now because you asked me to, why do I serve? <laughs> I mean, I, I serve because... Most of you know I was well into my 50s before I became a Christian and my wife brought me here and I know that a lot of you prayed for me many years before I came here and I never really appreciated what God did for me on the cross and God came to serve and I felt a great, well I felt guilty but I felt I want to serve, I want to help people and doing coffee I can serve you, I can give you drinks and I want to pay back not just to God, but to you, you as well, because I wouldn't be here without you, all of you here, because I remember Gaynor telling me, and when I first started to come in here, I, I didn't like this church. I was very auntie. But when I came, they always come to me, so you're Gavin, we used to always pray for you. And I felt so humbled. And that's why I love serving coffee. And it's great, and if you don't want to just be at the front pouring the coffee, you can come around the back and, you know, the dishwasher help out and tidy up afterwards. We always talk to people. I don't like you talking to people when you're serving because we've got a big queue. But when you're cleaning up, you can wipe the tables down, have a chat. And you can make people drink up, please, when they go home. You know, pleasant like I do, because I'm always really pleasant, aren't I? Anyway, that's why I love doing it. I just love to serve you because I'm serving God. Thank you. Next thing is this, a well-worn, the big Bible storybook. And this is something for our youngest people. Eleanor, come and share about Sparks. Hello, I'm Eleanor. Um, so on a Sunday morning, um, the two to four-year-olds, we gather in the prayer chapel, and that's where we sing and dance and read stories, and it's a lot of fun. Um, so I first became part of the Sparks team when I was around 15, and I used to go up and help when Val used to run it, and I absolutely fell in love with it. So I couldn't wait to get back after COVID, and now me and Lauren run our own weeks. <laughs> um, it can be very messy, but it's definitely a lot of fun. <laughs> Um, serving in this way is such a privilege and being able to teach some of the youngest members of our church um, about the Bible and just how much Jesus loves them. We all have such fond memories of being in Auntie Anne and Auntie Grace's class. We remember all the songs. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's amazing. Um, you know, being part of a church and serving in any area is such a great way to make friends and meet new people. But um, I think it's you know, in the Bible, it teaches us as well about serving, how important it is. I think it's um, Mark 10, 45 says that the Son of Man didn't come down to be served, but to serve. And if the Bible teaches us to live like Jesus did, then serving is such a great way to follow in his example. And finding an area that you're passionate about is one of the greatest blessings, and it is such a privilege. <laughs> Thank you. 
And finally, um, we've got um, a microphone. And it is such a blessing, such a privilege in this church to have not just our older folks, but so many of our younger ones serving us, starting at such a young age, serving us. And like Eleanor said, you know, she was 15 when she started helping in there. And in our um, worship team, we have Abby. So Abby's just going to come and share. Thanks, Ab. Um, I served in I serve in the band um, and I love worshipping and really enjoyed singing in the youth band and when I was 15 I was invited to sing in the main band so I prayed about it and it just felt right so um, I joined and I love it and it's such a blessing because singing the words really speak to me and encourage me and reassure me and just continuously learning songs whether it's in practice or um, when we actually are in band on Sunday, you know, it's just reminding you that God's with you and just constantly building my faith. Um, and I think others should get involved because it's such an honor and a privilege to be able to sing in this church at the front and just really be able to lead people in worship um, and bring people to God is such a blessing. And there's nothing like being able to sing how good God is. So that's why I love doing it, and I think other people should too. Good evening, everybody. Well, now for the 45-minute sermon. Okay. <laughs> I've got the same note as you, Tracy. Keep it short. Song of worship. <laughs> you know, I, I was watching Tracy in worship, and Tracy was signing. In worship, and as I was worshiping myself, and I looked over, I thought, "That's a lady who's found her place, who's found her slot. She, even when there isn't someone to serve, she's just flowing in that gift, in that service, in worship to God." And I, I just thought, "Wow, wouldn't it be wonderful to find that place, to find that slot? Then, even when you're not serving, you still want to flow in worship." To God, And I think this is what it's about. As we come to just bring this together and we look at our response and we look at our challenge and we say, Lord, where do you want me to serve? And in a moment, Sue's going to explain these jigsaw pieces, which each one of us got when we walked through. But to find your place the way I saw Tracy has found her place. To, 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 you, know what, you know when you get that jigsaw that you've done all the corners and you've built it all up and then there's one piece missing? And you hunt high and low. And then you find it and you ah, slot it in. And you found your place. And the whole picture looks beautiful because you found your place. I was reminded uh, this morning about a, a quote from uh, the author of Alpha, Nicky Gumbel. And, and he, he, he said this. He says that there are two things, just two things, two things in the local church um, giving and serving, which make you a stakeholder. Giving and serving that make you a stakeholder. Now, coming from my business background, I just love that quote. You're a stakeholder. You've got a stake in the ground. You, you've got an ownership. This, this, is, this isn't just that church. It's my 
church. It's not just, oh, those people over there. It's, they're my family. And, and it's, I, it's my place where I come and I serve as part of the Great Commission. I've found my place. I've got ownership. I've moved. And I hope you felt it in your soul. I hope you felt it in your heart and your mind that there's been a movement over these four weeks. A movement from being just someone who just comes to someone who participates. Someone who's not just, I, I, I'm not here just to, to be served, but to serve. Not just a, a consumer, but someone who wants to contribute in the house of God. I just want to say a huge big thank you for all the stakeholders in the house. You know, sometimes... As churches, we're just getting on with the work of doing church. We, we don't take enough time just to step aside and say, you know, thank you. Thank you for the people who turn up at 7 o'clock in the morning to, 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 to practice the worship for, for, for the services. Th- thank you for the people who come out on a, on a Monday night and a Tuesday night. I want to say a huge big thank you for all those trustees. They don't always get a mention, do they? The person who does hours and hours on the accounts. The person who does all the HR and the legal stuff for the church and the charity commission. I just want to say thank you to all you guys. Because I know you spend hours and hours and hours because you love this house and because you love people outside this house and you want to see them come in. So I want to say thank you. Thank you for the worship team. Thank you for the people who serve with, with the teas and coffees. For everyone who serves. All the stakeholders I just want to say a huge big thank you. And, and, and I'm asking you to take the next step as we go to two services and say, will you be willing to do that bit more? Would you be able to step up and say, Ian, I love this house so much. I love God's people. I love God. I love the people who aren't even here yet that are going to be part of our family. I love them. And I'm willing to do it, Ian. I'm willing to take that next step because we just need growth capacity don't we we need the capacity for growth so a couple of weeks ago and this is something as a pastor that just touched my touched my heart I said Lord help us Lord because I was standing at the back there and the service was going on it just started we were about four or five minutes in and I saw a family come in I, 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 I think they were new I've not seen them around before it was it was a it was a mature couple with three adult children and they kept five came in and and they came in the back and I watched and, and we didn't have enough spaces for they could all sit together and, and so we managed to find two seats and we sat them down uh, for the, the couple sat down but we broke the children up we broke them up one had to sit over there and one had to sit there and they and, and they had to sit amongst strangers well strangers for them and I thought Lord we we, we need more growth capacity. We need a capacity of growth so that people can come in. And we were, we were expecting you. And, and we've got a right place for you. And we've got these areas here where you can sit. Wouldn't that be wonderful if we could do that? And that, that told me right there and then, it's time to go to two services. Because we, I, I want Fullwood Fred and Fiona I'm just going to make up a name here. Fullwood Fred and Fiona out there in that house. I want them to be able to come in and we've got a place for them. 
the people who don't know Jesus yet. We've got a place for them. We haven't forgotten you, Fullwood, Fred and Fiona. We've got a place for you. I was, Sarah and I have just been building relationships with people in Inskip. Uh, we've got a great opportunity because um, we, we uh, uh, go first thing in the morning to the school gate and then uh, about 3.30, one of us is on duty to do the school run again and we're collecting at the school gate. And we've just been building relationships and talking to people. We've had opportunity to hand out uh, alpha flyers and, and, and talking. But I got talking to a gentleman and, and Daniel plays with his two boys in the football team. And so we've been connected with the football as well. And we've been talking. And then one evening... Um, they were doing an extended time of football and he was just waiting in his car for a whole hour. I says, why don't you come back? And I'd already spoken to him because we, we kind of, you know how it is, you kind of say, what do you do? And he, well, I work for the local council here. And what do you do? Well, <laughs> well, I, I'm, I, I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor of a church. You know, now that either, that when you say that, that either kind of drops the conversation right there <laughs> or, or it's like, really? <laughs> Do you only work one day? <laughs> That's usually a response there. Um, and so we get into a kind of conversation. And I says, why don't you come back to our house? You've got an hour to, to, to wait. Don't wait in the car. Come back and have a coffee. We're only just around the corner. And he came back and he sat down. And we started to, uh, having conversation. And, and, and we'd already invited him to church already. He says, I can't do the mornings, Ian. I'd love to come along, but I can't do the mornings. My son's got a uh, football academy. I'm committed to that. I says, come in the evenings. You can come in the evenings and experience it. And so he said, Sarah walked out the, the room at that, uh, to make a cup of tea and he leaned over to me and he said, if I'm honest, it's a bit scary. I'm like, what? It's a bit scary. He said, what do you do? So I just talked him through, like, you know, it's, it's, it's great. We've just got this amazing work, uh, music band and worship. You'll really enjoy it. You'll be welcomed in. All, all, all the teaching is really practical and relevant for your life. You, it's it's going to be great. Just come along and experience it. I'll walk in with you. I mean, it can't start anyway until that, because I'm the pastor. So, anyway, so, so you can come in with me. You'll be okay with me. But I suddenly realized, how scary is it for someone to step into a church building who's never been in a church building before. And those are the people we're called to reach. How many people have driven in the car park and, uh, you know, forward, forward Fred and Fiona with the kids and gone, what are we doing? This is crazy. And driven all the way back out again because they're just so scared. What are they going to do to me in that building? Will they like me? Will they accept me? Will I make friends? These are the kind of questions that people ask. So every coffee that you pour is reducing that fear level. Every welcome that you give at the door is reducing that fear level. Every smile that you give is reducing that fear level for Fullwood Fred and Fiona. One of the things that I also think is Ultimately, I've heard all the different testimonies, and one of the things that come out is this. I do it because I love Jesus. I do it because I love God. 
And I thought, that's strange. Have you ever thought, how do we show God that we love him? Have you ever thought about that? Oh, it's, it's, it's the way I worship, is it? Is that how we show God that we love him? Putting our hands in the air, is that? No, I worship because I need to worship. I need to worship. It's not how I show God I love him. Oh, well, I read my Bible every day, and that's how, that proves to God that I love him. Does it? Is that how we prove to God that we love him? No, I read the Bible because I need to read the Bible. I don't get brownie points with God, and it doesn't prove to God that I love him. Have you ever thought, what is God's love language? Have you ever thought about that? How do we show God that we love him? And there's just this interesting scripture in Matthew 25. Matthew 25, and he's just talking about the end times and when, when Jesus gathers everyone together. And he, he says this, the king will reply, many of you know this scripture, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of these least of these, my brothers and sisters, you have done it for me. Can you remember when Peter denied Jesus three times? Remember that. And then he gets restored, doesn't he, three times. What was the question that Jesus asked Peter? Do you love me? Lord, you know that I love you. On the third time, feed my sheep. Look after my sheep. Care for my sheep. You know how you're going to show God that you love him? Care for his children. Look after his house. You want to know how, how to show God that you love him? You want to touch God's heart? Look after his bride, the church. That's how you show God that you love him. So I just want to encourage you tonight, as we make our response tonight, there's no greater place, I don't believe, there is a place of intimacy with God that you cannot achieve until you learn to put on the apron strings and serve. There's a place where you touch God's heart more than ever when you just faithfully every week come in and look after his children, his sons and his daughters. And in so doing, you're fulfilling the Great Commission. Because when Fullwood, Fred and Fiona walk in, your smile, your welcome, your coffee, your worship team, your tech team, however your jigsaw piece fits into the picture, their lives are changed. The fear levels go down. They open their heart to hear the gospel. And their lives are changed. So what I want you to do as Sue is going to explain to us how we're going to make this response tonight. I'm not so interested in whether you know where you're going to serve. If you do, that's fantastic. If you don't, just open up your heart and say, Holy Spirit, just show me, where do you want me to serve? Just ask him. But even if you don't know that, 
I'm more interested in where the heart is. Lord, I, I don't know. Where, where am I going to serve? I, I, I'm not sure. But one thing I do know, my heart is in. My heart is all in. My heart is all in because, Lord, I want to show you how much I love you. I'm going to serve your children. My heart's all in, Lord, because I'm, go I'm going to do my part for reaching forward, Fred and Fiona. My heart's all in, Lord, because I know there's no greater place of becoming like Jesus than putting on the apron and serving in his house. So, so, so when you... When you lift your jigsaw piece in a minute, I want you to say, this is a touch point of faith between you and God. This is a touch point of faith which says, Lord, my heart's all in. And sometimes we have to do something physical, and Sue's going to explain that in a minute. But Lord, my heart's all in. And wherever I'm going to serve, Lord, I want you to know my heart is committed to doing so. I'm going to place my jigsaw piece and I'm going to become part of the beautiful picture that God wants to do here in forward. Sue, can you come up and explain how, how we're going to make a response, please? So those of you that were here this morning um, and hopefully those who have come tonight, you've picked up one of these leaflets and this leaflet explains um, who we're looking for, the vacancies we've got, how we want people to serve, particularly as we're looking forward to two services um, in January. So these are roles that we're looking for uh, for our Sunday services. So please do have a read of that. If you want to sign up to serve, um, brilliant, already this morning, we've had about 16 people um, sign up uh, for various roles this morning. So we are thrilled about that. Um, one of the ways to do it is to, if you um, know how to scan a QR code on your phone. Um, Trevor this morning said he was about to send a pigeon to get his because he, <laughs> he didn't, know, didn't know how to scan a, a QR code. But if you know how to scan a QR code, you've got one of these. And that you can just scan that and that will take you to the sign-up page. That address is also on our website. But if not, and you would like to sign up, please do come to the back there um, in the foyer there. And we've got a couple of uh, computers set up and we will take your details and we will fill that in for you. If you're not sure what the roles are, you will see people with these badges. And it says, ask me. And it's got the various roles on. And these are people who um, you've heard a lot tonight from our folks sharing. Um, but they will be able to tell you a bit more about those roles. If you want to know more, um, do go and ask them as well. But we've had four weeks um, hearing about serving. We've had four weeks thinking about what we need to do. And we know that today is crunch day. And we want you to respond. With, we, it's great, isn't it, that we can have an opportunity um, to volunteer, to do things. But sometimes we just need that nudge, don't we? We need that opportunity, that day, that time to say, yes, I'm going to do it. And uh, so hopefully when you came in, you've all got your jigsaw pieces that say, I'm in. And you may already know exactly where you're going to fit. You may know that piece that you're going to go into. You say, yes. I want to serve in that area. You, you may be sort of like Tracy was saying, I'm passionate about that. And um, Eleanor, I know it's in Sparks. I, you know, it's, and you may know where that is. But do you know what? If your jigsaw piece isn't in the jigsaw box, you can't be part of the big picture. And we want you to seriously think, are you up for being part of the big picture here at Fullwood? Are you going to 
put your jigsaw piece in that box? Are you going to say, yes, I'm up for it? And it may be that you're already serving in many different ways um, on a Sunday throughout the week. And if that's you, put your jigsaw piece in and say, yes, I found my right place. I found my fit. But do you know what, God? I'm still committed to serving. I still want to serve in that place. Maybe you've heard some of these areas of ministry tonight and you think, oh, that's me. I want to serve in that place. I'm up for that. I'm going to put my piece in the box. Maybe you're in that place where you're saying, I don't quite yet know, but I'm willing. A few people spoke to me this morning and said, I really want to serve, but I'm just not sure where yet. So take the time. We're going to keep these online um, surveys open for the next couple of weeks. Take your time. Pray. Ask God where. What is the ministry that I should be serving in? And ask God. But also one of the things on the sign-up sheet is the network course. And if you would like to know more about where to serve, I can encourage you to sign up for that. But tonight, you say, even if that's you and you're saying, yes, I'm going to do the network course, I'm going to ask God. You're saying, yeah. I'm willing, I'm going to put my piece in the box. And as I said this morning, you may be at that point in your life where your physical ability will not allow you to serve. Maybe you're going through a situation in your life right now, you just haven't got any more capacity, you can't think, you can't do, and you're just struggling, and you know that you cannot give to commit to serving right now. We want to say to you, that is okay. But what we'd love you to do is to say, but I'll pray for you. Either commit to praying for Sparks or Energize, commit to praying for the worship team, whoever it might be, and say, I'm going to commit to praying for this church. So do you know what? My piece is in that box as well. I'm going to do it. So we're going to take some time to worship God. And as we do that, on the table here, there are the letters, I'm in. And it doesn't matter which box you put your piece in. But as we worship, as you've been praying... I want you to think about it. And then when you're ready, just come and just commit and say, I'm in. I'm going to put my peace in. I'm willing to be part of this jigsaw. I'm willing to be part of the big picture of Fullwood. There are pieces missing in our jigsaw right now. And we need us all to step up and say, I'm in. I want to commit to this. Why? Not because we want Fullwood to be good, but because there are people out there that need Jesus. We need to step up. We need to respond. So as we worship, just take your time, pray, and just give yourselves to the Lord and say, do you know what? It's time. I'm in. And go put your peace in there and be part of this jigsaw here at Fullwood. Let's stand as we worship. <laughs>